Hello, fermented folks, and welcome back to the show that you all love to tune into to hear about genre fiction through argumentation, yes. beer drinking, antics, all of that such and stuff. But mm -hmm. before we make a lot of assumptions, I'm glad you're assuming love, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into all that, we we tend to try and update each other on our each other's lives on this show. And you know what? There's only three of us today, so why don't we just loop Jeremy in since he's going to be on camera the whole time? So Clayton and Jeremy, whoever wants to start, what are some life updates? Oh well, my life. Well, let me tell you a tale. Or well, you know, this is my first life update. Oh yeah. So you could cover any part <laughs> of your life. Any. Everything you said, like at you were all, yeah, it's is all an update. update. Wow, nobody had notes anything about you exactly. Uh, the fandom wiki is just gonna explode. It is, yeah, uh, we definitely have one of those. Create our hey. subreddit and then check it out. Yes, please do <laughs> one, then the other. R slash fermented fiction. The order does matter that you do if you check one out before one's made, then you're just gonna be bummed out. Also, so, for all, yeah, all, of those, all of those no. fans watching on YouTube are going to get the pleasure of um, me muting my mic and taking a few bites of food. That's exclusive content right there. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> this is something you can only get if you tune in on YouTube, ladies it's, and gentlemen. It's how you get so, the full experience. Get a load of that. Well, I mean, Just you like listen Travis's You listen face. for the preview, for the foreshadowing of the visual gags, and then when it's released on YouTube, then it all comes full circle. Yeah, not a huge fan of previews, but I do love the preview of the foreshadowing. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jeremy. Oh, Life yeah. update. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Hot diggity daffodil. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I guess uh, we can go with my wife and I got a puppy. Yeah, and she's the cutest puppy ever. Sorry, other puppies in the world. Hell of a puppy that you had to find out this way that you're at best second best. Oh, yeah, you know? oh. it's what it is. I'm sorry that I don't feel sorry for you at all. All right, I couldn't help it. Not much of an apology, but so is that the way you want to? Is that you? How you're? Is that the end of your personal update? Or I mean, it could be. I don't know. I'm not a pro <laughs> at these. That's a good life update. Hey, yeah. That's solid. Yeah, that's I was solid. just wondering. It was a bit of a stand. That could be. I mean, yeah. I've been kind of just to <laughs> show up agenda. and be like, this is what's going on. And suddenly there's a hill that I'm prepared to die on. That's cool. Yeah. Hills come out of nowhere sometimes. Sometimes you don't even know you're on top of them. Tell you looking over the edge. Yeah, and then I'm like, wow, that's a lot of s ground sloping away from me in all directions. Right. Okay. I think we're kind of there with this metaphor. A little bit. We're now realizing <laughs> it's only down from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could just tell us a life update. To break, that's to what break. I was, I was transitioning into that. It was oh, going to be a hell of a segment. Not anymore, but uh, hey. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want to segue into it smoothly anyway. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, all right, life update. Um, I always, I always suck at these. I really should come prepared with them, and I don't know why. I, every time I think I'm gonna just get out of it, and I never, I never do. You guys never let me. No. Um. Yeah. Well, I got, I got a lot of cool things going on. Um. 
I have proposed a blog series with the HWA nice. um, from Seattle, and they've accepted it. So I've started reaching out to authors. It's going to be called Horror Inherent, and we're going to just sort of explore the elements of everyday life from which you can draw horror for horror writing and horror filmmaking and things like that. Mm. Um, so like one example is uh, in February, uh, there's Valentine's Day. So the theme is going to be like uh, the horror in relationships and finding love and dating and all that. So that that's kind of the idea. Uh, mm. And then that's going to be written by somebody who writes romance and like horror poetry. So the writers are also kind of like uh, experts or at least uh, skilled in writing in the theme. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to be sweet. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. That's what I got going on. Already got seven authors signed up for it. All right. Eight counting me. So only got to get a couple more months. We'll be ready to go. Solid. Right on. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. What's your, what's your update? I got what is it? to fighter fighters class. So I'm I've been boxing, um, and there's a beginners class and there's a fighters class, and the fighters class is invitation only. And I just cool. went to, just went to my at the time of this recording. I just finished my first one, 45 minutes ago. So nice. So 45 weird. minutes ago, you were like getting punched in the face. Yeah. Several times. Face and the body. Just the whole. <laughs> just all over the place. The yeah. entire you're Travis, you were getting punched that it's And the, the breadbasket a lot. I took a lot of shots sure. to the breadbasket because turns out it's hard to like teach yourself how to like move your elbows in. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, that's going to take some time. I'm blocking the yeah. side shots fine, but that middle one, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, just, just bring them in. Yeah. But they're getting you with like a body jab situation. Yeah. And it yeah. don't feel those probably don't feel too hot, huh? <laughs> no, but like I'm clearly insane because I feel more alive than I have in months. So cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's also great, got, man. I also got told at practice we were we were kind of trying to figure out our styles of defense. And my coach was just like, when in doubt, you go you go through. He's like, you're a bruiser. You're going to take one hit and give three <laughs> every time. <laughs> like, you're not dancing on the outside. I'm like, all right, I can do that. Perfect. Yeah. That's definitely your style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. That means you don't got to move around too much. But that's why I had to eat on camera because I'm about to consume beer after an hour and a half of intense exercise. Which is what you want all the time. And I want some food on my stomach <laughs> before I do that. So. It's only fair. Yeah, it's only fair. I suppose. There's well, you can take a few more bites, and I can get us into our topic today. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, okay. Here you go. Yep. All right. So today we're gonna talk about a movie that uh, it's it's gonna be our holiday special. Um, at the timing of recording this, it isn't Christmas, but it is the time of year where people start to put up Christmas shit. Oh yeah. Um, so we are all holly and jolly and ready to slide down the chimney of cheer and delight that is 
the Santa Claus. Oh yeah, I'm jolly Let's as balls right now. Ride Let's, that sleigh all that the way to the finish absolutely line. Absolutely right. My oh my goodness. Oh man, it's gonna be a hell of a ride. What a movie. Yeah, I'm ready to get by Comet and Blitzen. All them other motherfuckers. Dasher and Dancer. We're going to really dance across the sky. Now, the Santa Claus is a story of a man who is trying to rebuild relationship with his family, with his son. And, you know, they've he's got his son for Christmas. His son kind of very blatantly doesn't want to be there. Uh, and then he goes outside and he hears Santa Claus fall off the roof. He picks it's a funny gag. And then he realizes that he is now Santa Claus. That is in the Santa Claus, how Santa Claus magic works. Shenanigans so, ensue. Yeah. For a, for a whole year. You know, it's essentially the, the one ring. Yeah. Same kind of situation. Pretty You've got it on. Me, yeah. And well, I mean, not without all the Sauron <laughs> stuff. Maybe if we combine the two movies that we're talking about today, that would be more the situation. <laughs> but this is uh, yeah. this is definitely... It's a situation with an enchanted object sort mm -hmm. of thing. It comes with a title, and that title is Santa Claus, yes. which is most certainly a full-time job. So we're going to see how Tim Allen, 1990's heartthrob, handles it all. And <laughs> we're going to talk about We're going with heartthrob? I think he's a heartthrob in the comedy world, bro. It's I have never, never heard Tim Allen referred to as a heartthrob. <laughs> never Dennis, seen him. Dennis Quaid. He's more like... I, I feel like he's more like uh, what what John Goodman was if John Goodman was skinny and a dick. Sure, sure. I was sticking with it. I don't care. All right. Uh, we, we can debate that if you want to bring that into your argument about the Santa Claus. But I say, all right. Dennis, so, Dennis Quaid. We're gay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nobody's spoiling nothing. Listen. All right. Well, we are actually. That's where I was going next. All oh, right, we are every spoiling single everything. time we debate a movie or book or TV show, we spoil the entire thing right about now. Which so, if you want to watch the Santa Claus first, if you haven't done that yet, go do that and come back and then listen to this. Or if you don't care, just listen right now. Yeah, just listen and I'll right shut now. Up. We will not only spoil plot details, but maybe your ability to enjoy the film at all. That's our hope. Yeah. So we're moving on. We're going to play Forced Entrollment, which is our key segment. We're going to roll two D20s. Wait, who? Brotherman, did you what? tell them the, the crazy thing that's happening today? You're not debating me. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. That yeah, yeah, the that's the whole thing. thing. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, so, yeah, that, that is happening. Uh, I mean, I will get to that. but I feel like they would have found out. Would have found out. So, Travis is right. Crazy thing today. I'm going to debate Jeremy, and Jeremy's going to debate Travis. So, the only one in today is actually Jeremy consistently. Um, you know, and by today, I do mean we always record multiple episodes at once. So, we are recording the Christmas special, and we're actually also recording the one that will be before the Christmas special <laughs> today. But we're doing it next. So, that's what's happening. Yeah. Let's ride. And just in case we forget to explain it in the last episode. <laughs> Broncos country. Everything makes sense. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. We're killing it on this podcast Doing as so you good. guys know we do. It's what we All do. Right, now. So we're rolling D20s. We got to roll, bro. We haven't even rolled, dog. We were not so even roll. to the part where I described what it is. We roll two D20s. High roll defense. 
low roll attacks, no matter what we actually think of the Santa Claus featuring 1990s heartthrob Tim Allen. Now, heartthrob, not a heartthrob. <laughs> we're going to roll and we're going to see who's baiting what. 16. Oh, shit. All right. Jeremy comes in hot. His first dice roll, he is 1 and 0 against the fermented fiction rating champion. Actually, this is my uh, second debate, oh, second yeah. victory. You're 2 and 0 oh against me. 2 and 0. Oh. 2 and 0 oh in the dice roll. Jeremy All crushes right. it at dice. So I he know. rolled high. That means he's going to defend the Santa Claus, whether he likes it or not. I'm going to attack it. He's going to go first. Travis is going to time us and take notes. Let's I got do this, the, thing. this is forced controlment. I got the 10-minute timer ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Born ready. Go. All right. So the Santa Claus. So there's a lot. There's a lot about this movie. Okay. So you have 1990s uh, King of America, former drug mover? I guess that's what he got pinched for. Tim Allen. What a legend. Basically King of America at the time of the film. As, you know, somebody has to be at some point. I think it was Vanilla Ice in the musical, and then Tim Allen comedy-wise. No. But it was during the period where Tim Allen was in every, <laughs> every comedy movie for, like, the entire summer. That's sure. great. Yeah. It's great. So, you got... So there's a lot to love. The sound, it just all sounds like Christmas. It does. It looks like Christmas since there's some body horror Tim Allen turning into Santa Claus over the course of 11 months, which is which is a delight. You love to see it. It's got the sort of uh, dry, more adult sarcasm than, than you typically get from a Disney film, which this very much is. It's... Oh my goodness! Going back to it, you don't, you don't realize uh, the level of adult humor that they're just letting into this whole deal. And it's, you know, it's a heartwarming story about uh, about people deciding to not talk what a eight-year-old child out of believing in Santa, and you know, a family coming back together. It's great. What's not to love? I'll tell you what's not to love. Oh, good. Let's talk about Tim Allen's story arc in this movie. Now, <laughs> he starts off as a workaholic kind of piece of shit dad who doesn't respect his family any more than he respects his employees. And at the end of the movie, uh, he goes through this entire supposedly transformative journey to become Santa Claus. Now, yes, he physically transforms into Santa Claus, but he also emotionally transforms, doesn't he? He, he goes through this little journey where he becomes a much more compassionate and loving dad and he becomes this great guy and everybody's supposed to love him. But my question is why? Because at the end of the story, what does he do? He says, hey son, glad you think I'm cool now. I'm going back to work. Fuck you. <laughs> and he bounces oh, to the North Pole. And the elf is just like, hey, here's a snow globe. You can call your dad sometimes. Sweet. So this kid essentially has like a traveling business dad he never sees that he can Zoom once in a while. Yeah, but it's Good job, cool Tim now. Allen. You got Zoom. That's your character arc. The whole thing. You end up in the exact same place that you started and you're a piece of shit. I don't love it yeah. at all. And there's no reason. He doesn't do 
don't get to do one little dancing, and then I'm like, oh, I'm in your corner all of a sudden. He, he did, he's, he's disrespectful to everybody for two thirds of the movie. For one third of the movie, he's kind of like, maybe I'm the problem, but you're still a douche. And then for the end of the movie, he's like, hey, I love everybody, so you should all love me too. I'm going back to work, see you later. Hey, look, the, the transformation, not just the physical one, it's it's a gradual slow burn. You know, at first he is just, not a slow it's burn. just a straight up dickhead at the beginning of the movie, but then he's like, hey man, why should we advertise Santa in a tank? Maybe this should be, maybe we should make an inexpensive, like educational toy for children and then it just he just gets more wholesome albeit against his will entirely yeah he doesn't care about santa in a tank or santa education until he's f-ing santa it doesn't matter to him in the slightest on any kind of moral or emotional level that's any deeper than well i'm santa now so i do care now it's it's the same thing as like cartman becoming a ginger well look it's it's uh you know it's this Santa Claus, or as I like to put it, this Santa curse, because it totally just takes him over. And, Santa Clurse. Yes, the Santa Clurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it it does make him into a better person, more open with his feelings, and more able to connect with his dad and win over, or not his dad, his son, because he is the dad. Dads have sons. They do. That's how that works. He's more able to connect with his son and form a healthy relationship with his ex-wife and her new husband, Neil. <laughs> what a guy, Neil. What a guy. Those sweaters. Fabulous sweaters. Uh, no. The listen. 90s-est sweaters. It's incredible. They are that. I mean, they're the ones that we now go to Goodwill to be ugly Christmas sweaters for ugly Christmas sweaters parties. And basically, that's what this movie is in the lexicon of Christmas movies. It's just the ugly sweater that's like kind of endearing. But at the end of the day, we all know you're wearing it to be ugly. Hey, now, I watch this, this movie, movie blows. because it is Christmas. And I'm not just saying that yeah, because I watched it. You're though. no better than Tim Allen. And that's why you like this movie. You don't care about this movie until it, it directly affects you. You you, know? you mean to tell Tim, me? Tim Allen should doesn't I care, care about, about his kid. I guess you're cool Christmas? too, kid. Look at you. No, like, like Tim Allen. Like, you gotta love you, kid. Whether you think you watch cool a freaking Rudolph in the middle of April? No, you watch a Christmas movie <laughs> at Christmas. I will never because you're not a watch psychopath. The Santa Claus, because I'm not a masochist. Are you gonna watch the Santa Claus trilogy? No, because there are that. three. I won't watch any of that. And two seasons <laughs> of a Disney Plus series, apparently. No. So that's, that's fun. the problem right there. Which part? All <laughs> this is anything is the problem. This is what we've come to. Is see, this is what's wrong. Disney what's Plus, wrong I mean, with the whole world. Disney no, Plus is what's wrong with the, the whole Santa world. Claus is what's wrong. Okay, that's a kind, like pretending that's a kind of a that movie. Claim. Depending that, de- pretending that that movie encompasses or embodies any kind of morality or values worth espousing. Is, is frankly what's wrong with this what entire is, country. It's, it's the Mrs. Doubtfire school of settling family court claims, you know? How is it Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, he cares thing. about his kids the whole time. 
cares about his kids the whole time. Alan didn't care about what his is, kids. They, he didn't care. He was like, you're cool now, kids, because you think I'm cool. Because I'm saying a fucking clause. No. <laughs> no, no, he's not saying a fucking clause until the second movie where he's got a Mrs. Claus. Then he's saying the fucking clause, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right? Well, I bet he is. He sure thinks he's saying fucking clause in this first movie. You yeah. know? See, it's... Actually, it is kind of... Hey, it is weirdly simple. It's always off book, man. <laughs> it's Tim Allen. But, you know, uh, and it's... What it is, you know, it's it's a heartwarming story where where a guy breaks the law a whole bunch, and then, you know, his ex-wife decides to drop a, like, stop a court case from happening somehow by burning documents in a symbolic way. Right. You know? And that's... It's heartwarming. And it's... <laughs> you love it. You love to see it. You get to see a whole bunch of people believe in Santa who, frankly, shouldn't have stopped believing in Santa to begin with. Sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. I guess... I don't know what I'm... I don't know where I'm going. It was hard for my heart to be warm when my heart was so full of hatred for Tim Allen's character. He's a terrible, terrible protagonist. Yeah, look, he's got, you gotta start With him no as a bad dude, art. otherwise there's no place for him to go. He doesn't the place go anywhere. He goes, <laughs> he's a slightly worse dude with a different BMI. Look, just because somebody can't go too much further down doesn't mean they're not gonna just stay real low. And, and that's what he does. He comes up just a little bit and then he goes Look, it's right back been to a year. How quickly do people change, you know? That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. So, how come the family has all of a sudden forgiven him for literally everything he's ever done? Because the kid got taken to one trip to the North Pole. Now they That's not how it works. <laughs> That's not how it works. We've all been kids. We've been taken been to the equivalent of the North Pole for us. It's not how it goes. Equivalent of the North? What is the equivalent of the North Pole? Cut Bank. You never been to Cut Bank? We've, we've... Of course I've been <laughs> to Cut Bank. Well, class there you go. School. Didn't you see the penguin? Sure. That's what the North Pole's really like. So that's another thing with the Santa Claus is some bullshit. I'm pretty sure that the North Pole in the Santa Claus <laughs> was better than Cut Bank, Montana. <laughs> there was a polar bear directing you traffic. You've never been to the Glacier Inn. Okay. Hell of a place. Sure, why not? Now I'm like so, Cut Bank people out there. Fear of the week! Oh, goodness, it's the fear of the week. Holy <laughs> moly, long 10 minutes. Good, good chat, bud. You know, that went places. Oh, actually, I picked the wrong one. Dang it, now you, you used the one that actually is the name. It is the name. So, <laughs> we're drinking today Santa Claus. Ha <laughs> ha. Like that orange cat. You can see him there in the chimney. Yes, what we did plan to have had last week. Yes, last week we had to have planned to do this beer because it was. It's spelled claws, and you know we thought it'd be pretty fitting for the the one we reviewed last week. Was, uh, strange imports, rare, 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 rare exports, rare exports, rare exports. <laughs> even better. <laughs> oh yeah, we got that. 
not I swear I did this movie last week. Rare exports. It's been a whole week. It's been a whole week. Since we did that movie last week, we yep. can do a fun thing here. And we can reveal what we thought about it right now. No. <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> only I will because last week I didn't debate it. This movie's a fucking banger. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. It's a cookies. Ah, I can't wait to talk about the cookies last week. Oh, this, this is gonna be something. I can't have. I can't uh, have waited. Blue ribbon. That a boy? Is that what you I chose did. last week? Yeah, yeah. a boy. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yes, yeah! It won an award. And I'm going to keep drinking it because I'm on a teacher's salary. And you get a 30 rack of these babies at hey. Costco for 15 bucks. Yeah, that's a whole season right there, that's bro. Beautiful. God bless America. What a champ. All right. Well, these aren't, these cost the price of a 30 pack of PBRs, probably. That's but fair. this, uh, this Santa Claus, we're going to try it out. It's got gingerbread in it. it smells gingerbready. Listen, this is a tangent. Oh. That's a Christmassy ass God thing. This is a good beer. So you good. like it. It's a nitro too. Is it sweet? Gingerbread. There is there is some sweetness, but it's it's more of like that it's, a gingerbread, like a holiday spice. It's like all the flavors of gingerbread without the sugar. Yeah, like you got it. you got your you you got your hints of like clove and cinnamon and nutmeg and whatever. You got your all there's probably an all spice in there. Grind up one of them berries. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Put mm. that in your gingerbread and smoke it. Uh, uh, Miss Maisel's a <laughs> Have you guys watched Miss Maisel? No. You gotta watch yeah. it. Okay. It's next great level. Show. Great show. It's so good. The funeral episode, dude. Ah. Oh. Come on. Come on. Well, that made me cry. Yeah. That one was sad. That show is hilarious, but the funeral. It's so funny. All right. Anyway. So that was the Santa Claus. That was our debate. Yeah. That was Force Entrollment. Now don't... Travis is going to fill in for Jeremy's usual role, which is I have notes because Jeremy is debating today. That's true. I didn't Travis. take hardly any notes. I you bet got. you thought there was something on the other side of this page. Did I? <laughs> Clowns. All, oh, the I, uh, you got All the notes are up here, but I've got notes. Note number one. Um, I think if we were to crown a current king and queen of America based upon Jeremy's just made up on the spot criteria, it would be Chris <laughs> Pratt and Taylor Swift. And he... Yeah. Any yeah. No, that's fair. You got my vote. <laughs> yeah, that's America's prom king and queen right now. Right. Yeah, I'd say so. Chris Pratt and Taylor Swift. I would also say a note, I don't think Tim Allen ever actually was the king of America under your own criteria. I think I think he was a king yeah, in the way like he the was comedy a, king of America. He was a duke. <laughs> no. The, yeah, yeah, he was maybe a duke. A duke of comedy. Um, yeah. Another note. Because, uh, like, who are the real kings of America? Like JFK. <clears throat> no, I'm, if we're if we're using like the celebrity, like at that time, like Brad, celebrity kings. 
Brad Pitt. Okay, Brad Pitt wasn't comedy king of America. Though. No, but no. he was queen. Like he was. The I guess at that time it would have been any of the cast of Friends, maybe. That was the time that he was like dating Jennifer Aniston, and everyone was like, "Whoa!" You know, like, whoa. hot <laughs> people are hooking up. That's crazy. People love when hot people hook up. I don't. We all. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants well, to see it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, right. Love this. My next note. Um, <clears throat> it is just strange in that whole general time of like early 2000s, how many like deadbeat dad redemption stories we got that have lived on, like Liar Liar, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Those two stuck out to me, but there were a so lot. So many movies. I feel like there were a All lot of them. deadbeat dad redemption story movies. Um, and uh, I real I found it hilarious that your argument, Clayton, stemmed on <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen being a like dude, bro, finance dad that just changes from that into like dude, bro, finance dad, but Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Leaves. <laughs> like okay, back to work for me. That just like, made me can we go back to work, but now I live in another continent. That just made me think of like Santa Claus's son, if Santa Claus were real, being like the kid at college. It's like no one understands me. My dad's always working. <laughs> I don't imagine that that's what Santa's son is like now. Uh, and that he he talks about the elves like they're not his servants, but they're definitely just his servants. Let's be real. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, that shows up, he shows up for one day and he's the boss. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And and like maybe his son there's probably a fair amount of nepotism. And so like is he just gonna take over the company with no like on the ground experience? Because that doesn't work out very well usually. I mean, I guess with the lore of it, he would have to kill his dad. Or just be at his dad's funeral, right? And then put the suit on next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, two of you allegedly funny comedic people and not a single mention about the pun in the title of the movie. Come on. Come on. It's the same. Yeah. We have more important places to go, it's Travis. Flaws with an E. I mean, not more important. Yeah. It's, they literally read a little piece of the tag and it say the same flaws. It's a clause. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I, I mean, I still have some, but yeah, if that, that if I were to be in the, the debate, I was going to base pretty much my whole debate off of the movie's title is a pun. So <laughs> negative, right? Uh, you're like, well, it's the movie's title is a pun. So, but if you're going positive, I would hope you would double down with that as well. It's like, well, the movie's title is a pun. So, yeah, correct. <laughs> like, that's that's why that's the whole argument is like, this movie's got to start at like a nine and and lower down because it starts with the Santa Claus. <laughs> that's great. Come on. Come on, you know. What else can but, you uh, no, those are those are my notes from your debate because I, I did not watch the movie again. I watched it when I was like nine, but I don't know. Really Honestly, I might not have watched the whole thing through because 
our mother, me and Clayton's mother, is a Scrooge. So we watched like the Christmas story and Christmas vacation, and that was pretty much it. And we only watched Christmas vacation because dad wanted to. Yeah. She loved the Christmas story, though, because of the leg legs. Oh, yeah. Which is hilarious. She liked that. Naturally. So. Sorry to out you, Mom. Um, Mom's a Scrooge. She has valid reasons. Scrooge. Visited by three ghosts and everything. Oh, yeah. Basically an annual thing now, yeah. So loud, this ghost. I mean. The chains and everything. I know. Come on. Like, they send a ghost to tell you that there are ghosts. That's. It's a bit overkill. A little bit. I agree, though. I agree. So what do we really think? Uh, I got to go first. What, you, what do you really think? Because I was attacked here. Um, and I, I think exactly what I said. This movie sucks. Sorry about it. <laughs> That's what I think. What is I, there I, to be sorry about? It's just, it's, it's the most cookie cutter dad redemption story that we see in Mrs. Doubtfire except Mrs. Doubtfire had Robin Williams and a good writing team. This movie didn't. Oh yeah, Robin um, Williams was probably king of America at that time. Robin yeah. Williams was definitely the king of comedy. So I agree. We got there. Um however, I will say I did like your point about the fun bits of adult sarcasm that was very woven throughout the film. Um, the sweater comment in particular got me, you know, got a pretty good pop out of me when, uh, he's, he's getting made fun of by Tim Allen the whole time for the sweater and Tim Allen's a douche. So you're not really on his side about any of the jokes, but we all kind of know about the sweater. Yeah. The sweaters are a bit much. And there's a, a part where he says something about Tim Allen says something about a sweater when he's full Santa Claus. Now we're on Tim Allen's side. So it's like the first time we realize, Oh, Hey, that's a good point. And, uh, he, uh, Tim Allen walks away after saying a comment about the sweater. And then the husband looks over to the wife and he's like, you're right about the sweater. Okay. <laughs> that was, <laughs> and it was actually a great line. That was so well comedy gold right there. <laughs> like, so you're right about the sweater. Okay. Cause they're ragging on this guy for the sweater the whole time. He's a therapist. He's like very uptight and intelligent. Like at this point in the movie, Tim Allen has given, has been giving him shit about his sweaters for like literally every time for months at yeah. this point. He's like, fine. You're right about the sweater. Yeah, he finally looks at the wife and goes, "You're right about the sweater, okay?" <laughs> it was it was a great line, but that was the only part of the movie that was funny. Literally, the only part. The 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 slow slow build to that one sweater joke that just that one sweater joke was gold. <laughs> the rest of the movie sucks. Uh, yeah, literally no development for the kid. Really, you know, he goes from zero to a hundred on liking his dad. Yeah. And that's well, look, just if his your dad character. became Santa, wouldn't you? A but that's, bit? Yeah, but that's the problem with the movie is like there's literally no reason except for because Santa that anything good happens in this movie. Everything is just because Santa. All right. We love Tim Allen now. The kid loves Tim Allen now. The wife even kind of loves Tim Allen again. Yeah. Like, and okay. uh, even the therapist, uh, new husband, yeah. has been trying to give tim allen counseling and take his son away the whole movie loves him too because he got a little pig whistle thing yeah you got you got the oscar meyer weenie whistle (laughs) whistle. exactly (laughs) 
That was a, that was the Christmas present he wanted. What's an Oscar Mayer weenie whistle? When he was and he finally three. gets to the piano and he puts that thing right in his mouth. How do you even remember Christmas when you were three? I feel like Thank that you. was some adult humor commentary there. Absolutely, but yeah. <laughs> the first thing he does with the weenie whistle, he pops it in and gives it a blow. And Naturally. he's been wanting to since he was three. Let's be, come on. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not made of stone. He's a human. Exactly. He's a man. He's just a man. Yeah, he, he wants just, what he wants. Yeah, he's and one he of them. He gets his wish it again, please. And Santa Claus loves to Alan, and everything's good. This movie. What? <laughs> what, do you, what did you think of it? Okay, so I, <laughs> I think all the things I said about this movie, and so much more. So first of all, right? So they call this movie the Santa Claus. Let's let's get the obvious thing out of the way. Claus. It's not a clause. <laughs> legally speaking, fine print is only legally binding if there's a reasonable expectation that the person will have read it. So, I no. Oh, hey, I found Colin. Hey, it's Colin. Colin. It's what your you boy. You just in Colin, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You thought you could do a whole podcast without me. Well, <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> Well, we I got my ways. That now was game time. This so. is in another state. We thought we were good to go. Rowan, what are you Hell doing being nah, in the There's states? no rules in Oregon. Yeah, that's true. There's no rules on fermented fiction either. It's good to see you, pal. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we just got into the real opinion segment, so there's still time for Colin's facts if you want to yeah, drop you, in. You got any fun facts about the Santa Claus with an E? By American Heartthrob e Tim Santa Allen. Claus? Heart yeah, drop? I'm so prepared for this. <laughs> he's not, he's oh, I, can, I can start you off with some fun facts if you want to go there. You the should definitely do that. Colin, if, you were in my, if you were in my classroom right now, I'd be like, are you looking at your crouch or your phone? Because it's one of the two. <laughs> First one, then the other. <laughs> Just my notes. That's all. That's all. Oh, yeah. Just my notes, teach. Yeah, first <laughs> I keep them right here on my penis. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much room. I just I can write for days. Literally in class for finals two days ago, because uh, I had finals this week and last week. I, I I came in and the teacher was like, "All right, you're blah 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 blah," and I was like, "It's open notes, right?" And she's everybody laughed and they're like, "No, it's not open notes, Colin." And I was like, "But the tattoo I got over the weekend of everything is fine, right?" <laughs> and then I started Massive pulling up my Colin. pant leg. <laughs> It was a good time. You had to be there. Did you like that one? Yeah. All right, good. 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 Totally good. Good. good sense of humor. Good teacher. Hey, what the? All right, Travis. What did you actually think? Me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I guess I could do that. the argument was great. Uh, from my memory. I, of I mean, I would... I barely said anything other than Sorry. that the legal yeah. text was That's not... True. We kind of got distracted. Yeah, yeah. we're still we distracted. Here. It's okay. We're still <laughs> and if you here. do want a fun fact, if you want a fermented fact... Original drafts of the script had Tim Allen shooting Santa Claus. <laughs> what? So that's fun. I would have liked that more. Now that sounds way better. That would have been that... sick. Now that's a Tim Allen character arc I could have got behind, where he goes out there with a shoddy. Oh, yeah. Just pops the gun in his room. That makes sense. But, you know, okay, so real opinions time, right? So we started off with that. So 
Santa Claus is not actually, it's, an, it's not a clause. It's full on a curse. Like a straight up curse. Yeah. yeah. True. Tim Allen f- kills a man. <laughs> he puts doesn't on kill a, him. Okay. He watches a man die. He, and he then does. the thing that possessed that man possesses him. Yeah. He basically it's, did the Phil Collins thing. Yeah, it's it's exorcist rules or something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Like, you watch thing that, like, ooh, you. And then, like, and we don't learn this in this movie. We learn in subsequent movies that, well, in the next movie, that there's a Mrs. Claus as a part of the Santa Claus, where he has to has, have a Mrs. Claus. So did the previous guy have, like, a wife that was just evicted from the North Pole? When he died on Christmas Eve. No, no, it's like, like hey, guess what? You don't live here anymore. No, it's it's Viking style, I think, where like once he dies, she has to like burn herself alive. Okay. So, like, Look, I, join his soul. I honestly don't know if it's better or worse for her to be burned alive or to just to be exiled at the North Pole. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know which worse. Either way, it, it's a it's a bummer. It's a it's a bummer. The more you find out, <laughs> and that's that's why I'm all in. You know. Also, th- once once Tim Allen becomes Santa, they do all this research and development to like like oh they make his suit fireproof and they give him a rope so he doesn't fall off a roof while a reindeer does, and they make all these improvements to the sleigh with technology and and sh- like. Oh yeah. Why was why was the last guy just riding around in just a piece of wood tied to some magical livestock? Didn't used to be so soft. Simple answer. I'm just assuming they hated that guy. Yeah, I was gonna say simple answer. (laughs) They they hate that guy. I feel like they hated that guy. They wanted him dead. (laughs) Well, it worked. Yeah. And you know, furthermore, we find out right that. you know, the reindeer aren't the only ones who can fly. Got them little elf SWAT team guys. Yeah. They just they just fly pretty quickly. Yeah. Since they get from the North Pole to North America, wherever. And just in time to break Santa out of jail and 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 he can just get to the rest of the world now. Yeah. Because why not? But then also, also... Yeah, I mean, I, like, I do want to say something about that. Colin, since you're in the North Pole, judging by your background, yeah. what oh, yeah. is the um, distance from the North Pole to back here in America? Four thousand miles. You just know that? Is that real? <laughs> Top of your head? <laughs> it's like it does sound like enough miles, but I don't. I was just it. at a trivia night, so. Uh, no way! That makes That's sense. actually real. <laughs> You're full of shit, dude. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like that episode of South Park where they're like, "What age is the right age?" Is to one thousand. Chef's just like seventeen. He's one thousand oh. miles off. Really? Yeah. All right. Dang. Call it. Hey. Nice, dude. That's like this guy just knowing stuff. That's pretty he good. He's got to know stuff. Yeah, sometimes you got to <laughs> know stuff. That's a fermented fact right there. Absolutely. 4,100 <laughs> miles no. per hour no, is no, how fast no. those travel. No, 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 no. no. Meanwhile, I said, I said 1,000 miles off. 
Oh, oh, 5,000. 5, so it's pretty good, though. 3,000. People can't find a way there. 3,000. Oh, it's less miles. Oh, three, it's, oh, le it's less impressive. Man. Okay. But, you know, they got that. But furthermore, like, we see that Bernard can just teleport. Bernard travels 3,000 miles an hour. That's what I got. He just, he just can <laughs> fully teleport. Why are they bothering with reindeers and jetpacks at all? Just give all these kids a snow globe. Why are we bothering with writing letters? Yeah, right. I don't know. 2,900. What? 1,100 miles? Geez, Colin. 2,000. Oh, my God. Okay, that's... Uh, that's like C plus work right there. Yeah, that's C plus work, I think. That's some C plus shit right there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Man, look at that microphone just... Just blinking in and out of existence. <laughs> we only use the highest quality technology on fermented fiction. That's, yeah, that's quality you can see. Speaking Some of which, of I'm coming time. to you live from this is uh, Pedro Pascal's chalet that he uh, oh. is letting me borrow at the well, moment. That's oh, is that the Swiss Alps? I knew I recognized From the Maldives. It. No, it it is the I can't tell you where it is legally, but it is really far north. I knew I recognized. We have all been to his chalet from our D and D nights with him there. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. I've actually only only been in the garage. Like I I, I dropped Pedro off and yeah, smoked a, a joint in the garage, but he, he didn't never, invite me in. Well, and you know also, we went to our D and D nights, but you know, I raided the fridge. Legal reasons. Um, and there I do have two beer selections for tonight. From Pedro's uh, fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, from Pedro Pascal's fridge. Well, that's how you know it's a good stuff. Breaking news. So, uh, we have Pedro Pascal's confirmed favorite beers here from Calm Point. <laughs> I don't know if you want to Pedro say Pascal's. It's confirmed. Official <laughs> chalet. Pedro, what does Pedro Pascal drink every yeah. day of the week? Well, I mean, here's the question. I'll let you guys choose A or B. B. Can it be one or two? B. It can be one or two. It can B. be left hand or right hand. Left B. hand or right hand. B. Right hand. B. Right? B. Is it right hand A. Is it right hand A? One B. Jeremy, or two? you pick a number. We got the finest. Corona. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, you know, you All can right. have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. I don't know how old this is. Old enough, you know. You age it. For I the think quality. Pedro ages his beer. He's yeah, not a fucking chump, dude. <laughs> and he ages the it only in way the to have a Corona glass, extra is age. which is that's where the flavor yeah. comes. From. It needs to be at least ten years past its shelf life before you even open that bottle. Exactly, it ages like a shipwrecked wine. I mean, it didn't explode. All right, that's that's the dream right there. Oh, and he's got them. Oh, there we go. We can almost see some of it. We can see <laughs> pretty good. Oh, there it goes. Oh, <laughs> it's back in the. It's blinking out of existence, which is how you know it's quality. Now oh, you this do all this episode of the week. Hey, this is a good episode right here. <laughs> this is good. This is what makes it special. Dude, come on. Travis. Are we? Are any of us taking the Santa Claus seriously? No, just about to say. Just about to just weave it in. This, this this movie's incredible. Watch it every Christmas. Don't ever watch it, Travis. What every do you Christmas. say? Yeah, Travis. I've watched it one time, and I don't plan on ever watching it again. Oh my god, that's quitter talk. What about like, you? I don't. Yeah. I've never like found. It. Listen, listen. I've never found Tim Allen that funny. 
I don't think yeah. Disney has ever really been great at making live action movies. Um, we were Nickelodeon kids. It was superior in every way. Well, yeah, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon was superior. Like, come yeah. on now. Yeah. In terms of quality of like films and cartoons, everybody knows it when Nickelodeon Cartoon Network Disney. Yeah. 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 So yeah. why am I gonna waste time with Disney when I can go over and watch like the the Fresh Prince Christmas episode? Hey, look, Slaps. why not? <laughs> hey, look, why not? Can watch I still say thank Tim you Allen from Will Smith slap? Or is that inappropriate? I think it's only funny. if you're only if you don't say that now. they slap Chris Rock. <laughs> I think Chris Rock <laughs> would be fine with it. Actually, I think Chris Rock's career slaps more now than it ever has. Oh, he definitely he's he's oh. getting the shit out of that. Beautiful. I mean, who else can compete with a story about like how he got slapped in the face by Will Smith? <laughs> That's just a win right there. Ain't nobody gonna top that. No, that especially not Jim Allen and the Santa Claus. Okay, Travis, look. what do you think about the Santa Claus? We still um, haven't even heard. That. I just said that. Oh, uh, but yeah, he did. Yeah, you don't want to watch it again, well, look, so you, you don't even have. You don't want to watch Tim Allen become really, a slightly like, less shitty person <laughs> against his will. <laughs> This combo right now, like I feel like Colin is a mediator between you two, and I'm I'm just not gonna get much in. <laughs> and Colin's a terrible mediator. He's not gonna step. He's pure chaos. So yeah. we're letting it ride. It's all chaos. That's his whole vibe. <laughs> I have I have fermented facts. Oh, I love okay. the fermented. Go on. <laughs> all right, you ready for this? What an episode! This uh, episode is killing it. It's off the rails. Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were offered the role of Scott Calvin, but both turned it down oh, due to scheduling to... conflicts. Oh, okay. yeah. Bill, Bill Murray, Murray, Bill Murray didn't want to do another holiday theme movie after Scrooged, which right. I remember the film Scrooged. Great. Yeah. That was a decent movie. It was. It's better than the Santa Claus. Yeah. He made the right choice. Yeah. What did I... The Santa Claus grossed $145 million. Uh oh, you're breaking up. Clayton's Wi Fi is not not having a Clay, hello? Travis is the one disappearing. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Whatever. So, Bill Murray. So. The Santa Claus grossed 145 million in the US and Canada. Uh 19 million on opening weekend behind Interview with the Vampire. Oh. Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's not the comedy king. You just gotta let that go. What is king the king? America, though, that's yeah. what Travis said. King of American film. He was the Bogart of his age. He the amazing thing, Bogart I'm just gonna read this whole thing. He yeah. Okay, good. Seats. Butts in seats. Butts in seats. Butts in seats. Here's the crazy thing. There's a specific call out for the Santa Claus releasing on VHS and Laserdisc in 1995, October 25th. At one point in the film, a brief exchange between Scott and Laura takes place in which Laura hands Scott a piece of paper with Neil's mother's phone number on it. Scott then says, 1-800-SPANK-ME. I know that number. Oh, yeah. 
That in the U.S., the exchange I knew was I removed from that. all home media releases of the film and most digital downloads, starting with the 1999 DVD release uh, of the 19 uh, of a 1996 uh, incident in which a child. Was, oh my God! Just shout out to Washington, Stillicum, Washington. A child called the number, which tur turned out to be an actual working sex line number, and incurred a phone bill of $400, which in oh today's money is $750. The line Dude. is also removed from the Disney Plus print and on television <laughs> broadcasts. And yeah. the number was changed to 1-800-POUND. Oh, right, dude. So you knew about this. Yes. You knew about the Spank Me line, and it wasn't in there, and you it noticed wasn't in that the, it wasn't I noticed there. it, and I was like, did I imagine this? Because I feel like I didn't. <laughs> Do you want to go a little crazy? Ever so slightly. Honestly, knowing that a kid racked up a bill of over $400, I, I like the movie more now. That's fantastic. I, I, I like that's the tremendous. movie more now. I need to dust off the old VHS. <laughs> as well as oh, the VCR. Travis? We'll move on. <laughs> uh, Add a little, a little funny fact to the one. Well, not really funny, kind of depressing. That makes that a right. little more interesting to me is the reason VHS won as a company over Sony. Uh, Sony's tape, which I forgot what it was called, is because Sony's tape would not allow pornography to be filmed on their tapes, and VHS would. Uh, and so, like, VHS, you gotta, you gotta let porn happen. Uh, to, it's gonna happen. It's make gonna. Money, I guess, but yeah, that's like, it's funny that it's on the Santa Claus VHS, and you know, I hope that's why. <laughs> that's why Santa Claus goes. <laughs> this is unrelated. I wholly hope... losing out to Interview with the Vampire. Honestly, I hope that's why Blu-ray succeeded over HD DVDs. That's right. I, I don't want that to be the reason, <laughs> <laughs> and I want that more than anything. <laughs> you know, well, well maybe yeah. not more than anything. More than a lot, though. It, it ranks be more higher than, than it should. Things. It ranks higher than it should. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This episode's been really stupid. Uh, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. Right. Don't watch Santa Claus. Or, or your Christmas do, will though. be less merry. It's great. Because you just I recommend it. If I recommend you do, it. Oh, yeah. We never you. got Collins. Yeah, Colin, Colin, what do you Santa Claus? Four glasses How of eggnog. Beers? Four glasses. <laughs> and uh, by the way, the eggnog, I was just at a bar oh, yeah. in Weird. Seattle after finals. Their eggnog, has, their eggnog has brandy, bourbon, and um, something else that I'm blanking on in it. So, for this those. Is in the Swiss Alps that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sick. No, this was in Seattle. It was just before I went up here. Oh, that's even uh, better. Okay, nice. On Direct Pedro's. flight or what? Uh, no, no, private jet. Oh, well, that's Obviously. a direct flight. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, did you trade? I guess did your private, private jet have a layover? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, wait, he didn't. He didn't take you in the helicopter. No, it's a long way. It's a private jet to the helicopter. We had to gas yeah, usually up. Usually, he flies you from Anchorage. the helicopter to the jet. Yeah, helicopter to jet to Swiss Alps. To other oh, jet. he never gave me that treatment. I had to Uber and everything. Don't oh, worry. The only, the only treatment Clay's gotten is helicopter to garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I have a sneaking suspicion he just wanted to smoke the joint that he knew I had. Maybe. 
Because he didn't invite me in for any of that eggnog. Also, I'm going to give this... uh, What's your problem, Pedro? I want to know what Pedro's problem is. (laughs) One glass of Okay. And like five chestnuts that have been roasting on an open fire, but I eat them too early and scold my tongue and am mad the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That sounds good. Jeremy, what you got? Okay, so clearly we start with three festive uh, festive holiday flavored shots of something. Okay. Something strong. Mm-hmm. Start with a buzz. Like at the Christmas party. Exactly. You Got go it. from the, the Christmas party where, where uh, Scott makes a joke about one of his coworkers maybe cheating on his wife. I don't think there was too much maybe about it. Probably cheating on his wife? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's good. Uh, So you start with those. Yeah. And then, you know, you get into, like, your flavored eggnogs while he's going through the whole horrific body transformation that comes with unwillingly, unwillingly being cursed into becoming Santa Claus. And then he starts getting his hot fudge on the side. Exactly. So you ha- have your hot fudge <laughs> have your hot fudge on the side of all of your uh, hanker to fest ale and just drizzle that in. So three shots and a tankard of ale I guess is where we landed. <laughs> okay. Nice. You're going to be trashed by the end and you won't feel good. Yeah. You will. And that's pretty good. Well, I think you got to drink at least one glass of milk, just in the spirit of what's on. Sure. Chocolate milk. If you know, give that kid the chocolate milk, you never got it that. And really ripped. American treasure. You know, just like Tim Allen. In fact, I think there's a lot of correlation between Denny's. Is Denny the boss on or what? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. At 3 a.m. Same now, target demographic. <laughs> same target demographic. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're okay with eating Denny's, you're okay at what? You're okay with watching Tim Allen has to stay on TV. <laughs> Look, just because I have the eating habit of a raccoon doesn't. I guess there's a correlation. There's a correlation here. Now, all right. Tim I think Allen, you need one glass of milk. Poppers. Boom. I I think you need one glass of milk. You need a grand slam from Denny's that doesn't have half the ingredients because (laughs) Denny's was out of it. And then you need like 19 years. If you want to enjoy it. I think you got the perfect scenario, Clay, because I think Santa Claus is playing in the corner TV with no sound, but like subtitles that are a couple lines behind. There's like a theater group in a Denny's. (laughs) There's a theater group like two tables over, rehearsing all of their music numbers. Cookies you eat with the milk are special cookies. Exactly. Don't watch it on Disney Plus because then you might miss the one nine hundred spank me pit. (laughs) Yeah, no, you gotta watch it at the studiest. You need to get this. You need to get this knockoff DVD. You gotta watch it on VHS, okay? Get an illegal VHS. You're missing some of the experience. All right. Yeah. I'm a Santa Claus hipster. You are. You are. So it would seem. 
I'm done with you all. <laughs> I think that's enough. I think that's enough of the Santa Claus. Let's move so along. What, they um, they have another one, right? They have two Stop more. To, how many films are there? They have two they more to? and Stop a Disney calling. Plus series. Stop. We can do this. We got to cover years. all the bases. No. <laughs> There's three Santa Claus. Travis Clauses. has to finish everything he starts. No. That's true, Travis. You I didn't just like this movie. Yes, you did. You started it when you were nine. You started it. You've seen Travis, it. you and never finished the Santa Claus. That rule you only applies to no crash. Everybody, everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody, Travis has always been a staunch finisher. Yeah. Now, is he? he so. Now, hey, let's he call him out here. Yeah. Is he not going to finish the Santa Claus trilogy right now? Travis, yeah, that is a are you really okay with that? That's a trilogy, by the way. A. Oh, my God, stop. That rule only applies to <laughs> B. Now, if that's not a Santa Claus, I don't know what is. I mean, that's that Man. sounds pretty. There's the other loophole. I've never said that I would finish a whole book series. I just said I never DNF a book, so I finished the movie. Doesn't mean I have. Ah, uh, you've watched. I mean, you did Friends. I mean, you said you weren't sure that friends. you saw the whole. I did Friends. Yeah, you watched I all of Friends. Like You're it. not gonna watch. You're never gonna know Santa if the Santa movies? Claus gets better, Travis. You're never. Don't you want to see what Mrs. Claus has going on, or no. whatever the hell Martin Short's doing in the third one? <laughs> Listen, I already made the mistake of which is not the worst mistake because they're not the worst movies. But I already was like, okay, I want to go to the new Hunger Games movie, so I'm gonna read the re the whole series and watch every movie beforehand. Why so do you do that? It's not good. They're not, not bad. Good. They're not, not good, but they're not bad. I've Look, had worse. Okay. Well, I've had worse food poisoning than Taco Bell has given me. And you Should I just so go bad. to Taco Bell? Of yeah, course, their breakfast spanks and only a fool would claim otherwise. That's neither here nor there. Oh Let's keep Taco Bell out of this, all right? Mike, let, listen, we're going to save the whole why, why, why. We're going to save the whole why fiction is so popular discussion for later, but I'm kind of getting it right now. Like, they're not good, but they're just readable. Like, you just burn through them because it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. The first Hunger Games was readable. The second one, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to throw this book into a well. And uh, the third one couldn't find the well, so I just stopped reading it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. That's what Travis did to Santa Claus because he's not a true finisher. Oh, man. And I guess that's the <laughs> end of the episode. You didn't even know episode. if you finished it. So, he's like, a what's, quitter. what's your deal? Quitter. Exactly. You know Thanks what my deal is? Into fermented fiction, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry no, Christmas no. and happy you holidays, everybody. And uh, is my pride is not going to let me now. Now I'm going to go watch the whole freaking Santa Claus trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> and the Disney that. Plus series. The Santa Claus. There's a Disney Plus series. I mean, you did not really I'm pretty sure there's, there's two seasons. Merry Christmas, viewers. Get in the comments if you want to hear Travis's explanation of every Santa Claus episode. Yes. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Get in the comments. Let us know how much you need to see. Travis's full movie <laughs> review of each and every Santa Claus and, and the miniseries. Possibly every yeah, Tim the, Allen the work Clauses. ever made. Yeah. I don't think we had to go that far. Let's start with the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus miniseries. Yeah. But I think Claus he does need Claus. to review all those. And I think we all agree on that, including him. Yeah, yeah we all, we're all agree. It's unanimous. 
Travis agrees. Wow. Pedro Look agrees. Look at us. Look at us, boys. Look at us all getting along here. Merry Christmas. Hey, it's Christmas spirit, man. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in. Hanukkah. What a thing. Don't watch the Santa Claus unless you're really drunk, and we'll see you next year. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. That was chaos.